Hello, everybody. Welcome to Arsenex, NGRS Radio's Xbox podcast. As always, we throw up the X. Yes, because we're about to throw down. I am your host, Eddie V. Joining me is the Wise West Constantine, Mr. Jesse Douglas. Hey, what's up? And boss man, Mr. Curry D. Woohoo! I'm here. I'm alive. I'm wearing, Hi, guys. I'm wearing my Assassin's Creed 3 t shirt. Yes. Sadly, underrated Assassin's Creed. Not the best Assassin's Creed. Feel a little bit underrated. I feel like that game got a lot of heat. After you just told me no, not to play it. <laughs> I said you could skip it because it's five games old at this point. <laughs> I still need to want to play it, maybe. <sighs> oh, I do, wow. I do, I do like the Tomahawk. I'm not going to lie. That is a cool weapon. Yes. But somehow I have, they should find out how to bring that back, by the way. I have my Studio Ghibli t-shirt on. Custom <laughs> made. Jesse has his... And my my uh, Joker and Penguin, uh, it's uh, like uh, basically a play on on Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. It's like oh, it wow. says, we can't go here. This is bat country. <laughs> <laughs> and they're in the they're in the uh, the car, you know, driving, like in Fear and Loathing. Yes. Is is our uh, Xbox uh, mascot here? Yeah, he's sleeping. He's over yes. here sleeping. Yes, everybody don't know uh, our mascot Lennon. He normally joins us, um, and you know he's become our Xbox spot uh, mascot. But everybody, if you're watching this video, I hope that you enjoyed the new intro that we got attached to it. Yes, everybody, uh, Bossman worked very hard to bring you guys a new intro to the show. So, hope you really do enjoy it. Hope you can recognize all the gangs that's in it. Uh, kind of, it, it makes um, you think of what game is that? What is it? I'm you really, know, but- I'm really mad because as much as we talk about how much we love Tomb Raider, we didn't put Tomb Raider in our new intro. Well, I know for me, <sighs> it, it's been done, so that's why I didn't put it for mine. I'm gonna, I'm Go gonna. On. I'm gonna have to add it somehow. I don't know where or how, but I'm. Gonna, I'm. I have to. I have to It'll find just, a way. As it fades, as it fades out, you just have her like looking at the at the back, the scenic, like uh, mountains in the snow, and then and then it cuts to the show. It's gonna be our <laughs> ending. Watch. <laughs> yeah. There so. you go. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, well, and I was I was trying to just go for doing uh, like Xbox like games that were mostly just Xbox or whatever for mine, but that that's why I didn't pick it. But I think I did eventually pick something that wasn't ex- exactly just Xbox. But yeah. <laughs> so everybody, um, E3 is coming upon us, and we're gonna have a special discussion about that at the end of the show. Woo! Uh, um. No, uh, we did our predictions. Go so go check out that episode on what we think will be shown at Microsoft conference. Uh, we're going to be trying to do a live stream about it. Uh, get we're working on um, the details, getting that together. So we let you guys know. So follow us on Twitter at Arsenal X Podcast and follow us on Facebook at our Arsenal X Facebook page. Tink. <laughs> Yes, for more details. And come to NGRRadio.com for more details also if you guys want to see um, more content up there. Uh, but before we get into the show, I want to know what you guys 
been playing? What's been in your arsenal? I'm going to start with myself this time. Um, Is this because I started with myself on Power Block? Kind of, yes. (laughs) 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 I have Um, a surprise game for you, Ed, by the way. Oh, I cannot wait. What I started playing. uh, so on the Switch, I play Ikaruga M plus plus, and I started just shapes and beats. Please, everybody, go watch me nerd out about this game on Nintendo Power Block. Um, super fun game if you own a PC or a Switch. Hopefully, it comes to other consoles. Definitely, I would love to see it on Xbox. Um, but if it doesn't, you know, check the game out and check out my reaction and my thoughts about it. Uh, for uh, PlayStation, I played uh, Next Machina. Uh, for Xbox, uh, played Sea of Thieves. We're in uh, doing squad goals and we're in a Hungarian deep. Um, Jesse is our captain because uh, <laughs> we follow his lead because he knows what he's doing. <laughs> and we're just like, okay. And yes, everybody, I didn't fall asleep this time. Yes. I almost, <laughs> I almost did towards the end. <laughs> because it was so. two two fifteen in the morning, and I was like waiting for directions from Jesse, and I'm just like, uh, uh. And at the so. end, like, whenever the squad squad goals video airs, I don't know, I I don't know what the schedule is right now, but like, <laughs> you're gonna see my character towards the end, just be like, uh, and then you'll see Wait. me jerk down real quick like this. <laughs> it, it's so funny. So, uh, when you uh. While me and Jesse was talking, you had disconnected to the headset, and we're just like, "Where the boss man go?" I thought she fell asleep. Like he probably in his chair asleep. Then all day he left I the party. I didn't fall asleep, but I was definitely dozing. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh. So yeah, uh, you guys can check that in the coming weeks. We also they uh Jesse and Corey also play for uh Royale with cheese they played the new uh or they played some PUBG. they didn't get it uh, get into the new map uh still trying to figure out how that that is working but uh you could check them out um they each have their thoughts or jesse would have thoughts i should say um i was playing earth like during that time <laughs> um, but for pers- for personal i've been playing naruto shippuden i'm sorry jesse i didn't meet my deadline uh yeah, i I'm going to go back and finish it. I actually have to switch to my other controller. Um, the controller I was using, um, the B button is getting stuck. So I feel like I need to clean it out. But the uh, my other B button on this controller works perfect. I'm, so I'm, I'm gonna, glad because uh, like, that happens to me too. Like, Well, it's not for me, it's not the B button. It's the X button that hmm. gets yeah. like kind of it, – it's not like – it's not like I eat anything while I'm playing. I don't know why it's sticky, but like I need to go through and clean out my controllers because my switch, my one Switch Pro controller is getting like that too, and I don't, I don't know why. Like, I wash my hands. I'm not like a dirty person. I like, I don't eat or when I'm playing games. Uh, very, right. rare, very rarely do I do that, and I make sure it's nothing like greasy or anything when I do. But like, I don't know. It just happens, uh. I guess. Uh, last but not least, I've been playing Battlefield Hardlines. Uh, it's a game that I got for a while back, um, and I just want to go through it. Um, uh, it's for a project that I'm doing f- for the summer, um, uh, for optional opinion. Um, you guys can check out that podcast if you want to hear what games I will be playing for my backlog bash blowouts. Uh, so, uh, boss man, what's been in your arsenal? Well, well. We've been playing. We've been playing. Jesse and I played Battlegrounds yesterday, 
and it was weird because when we were when we were playing it, we were like, why does this game feel so different? It felt so weird and so different, and it's because it's like running at a solid 30 frames a second now. It's like there's no like there wasn't any texture pop in. There all like even when you jumped out of the plane, it was silky smooth. I was like, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. This is like insane how good it felt. It was almost playing like playing a different game is how smooth it felt. Yeah. It was it was it was a good time, but uh, I also tried Sonic All Stars Racing Transformed to try to see if like I could find a game for my wife and I to play together because she likes Mario Kart. But let's let's face it, we've been playing Mario Kart eight for like five years now. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, man, five years! I've been with my wife almost five years. That's insane. Uh, but let's see what else I've been playing. Oh. <sighs> I started, I started a new Guardian on on in Destiny on Xbox because I want to see all the changes they made. And since everybody I know on my PlayStation doesn't play anymore, I'm like, we got to do a Squaggles of Destiny when at some point. So like, I did it, I did it, I did it. So we'll see, we'll see. Mine's reinstalled and I I've played it you know recently too so yeah well like <laughs> I'm when ready I, when I was cut <laughs> when I was cutting the new intros like I used the the cutscene from Warmind which is the ex- second expansion and like and like Anastasia Bray is like awesome and like she does has all these cool moves and the cutscene was cool so I used that cutscene in the intro and I'm like this cutscene really makes me want to get back into Destiny and like. Destiny 2 opens up so cool where, like, you're fighting through the tower and everything. I'm just, mm-hmm. I forgot how, like, cool that campaign was and, and just how, like, how much they kind of simplified it in a good way at the beginning. And then, like, at the end, the end game is kind of where it fell apart. It was like, this game has the opposite problem what Destiny 1 had, right? Where, like, there's no story, right. but, you know, there's a lot to do at the end. So, I don't know. I, I know that live stream is two so i think the live stream will already happen by the time this episode posts but uh, i think it's on the fifth and we'll find out what's happening in year two uh so i don't know i'm i'm excited to get back into destiny i'm 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 sure i'm more optimistic than most people and like i i actually don't mind how destiny 2 went because like Mm -hmm. i there's a lot of other games we want to play you know and like Mm -hmm. Destiny, it doesn't like everybody wants it to be the only game they play, and I'm like, I don't because I did that for mm-hmm. a year and a half, and I'm like, that was like the worst year of gaming ever. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. like, de- I want Destiny to be a game where, like, hey, I'm gonna play through this campaign. Hey, I'm gonna play through some of this stuff. I'm gonna level up my guardian. Oh, I'm there. Are my friends leveled up? Are we gonna try the raid or the raid layer? Maybe. If not, oh, I'll set it down until the next expansion comes out. Like that was okay for me. So, I don't know. I mean, I still think it has some glaring issues, but I don't know. Getting back into into that game and seeing how fun like it is to shoot and seeing those characters and f- fully rendered cutscenes and stuff is still cool, mm. cool to watch. So, I have to install it again. I fear that's gonna be like let me put my Ethernet ca- cable on my Xbox and let <laughs> me let it install for the next six hours. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's kind of really all I've been playing. Oh, I've been playing M plus plus two on Switch, but yes, you'll have to check out Nintendo Power Block 
Nerds Gone Rogue's Nintendo show that you should download every Tuesday and Friday on your podcast service of choice. And you can hear my thoughts on M++. Spoilers, it's really good and really hard. <laughs> Jesse! You can't, the you cannot system. look at me for plugging my podcast, Ed, when you just did the same thing. Well, <laughs> well that, that is true. That very is true. <laughs> I am busted. My boss got me. Please do not write me up. <sighs> Man, I love you, Ed. Thank it's you. a good time. Jesse, you must have been in your arsenal. <laughs> I can't with you. <sighs> oh, let me go throw this spicy chicken somewhere. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, uh, yeah, you can <laughs> watch, watch Pow Block to listen. Like I went and I played at a barcade. I played a whole bunch of games, um, like arcade games and stuff, uh, like a lot, mostly Nintendo stuff and all that. Um, I did that today, but, uh, yeah, we, we, uh, played some PUBG and, and like Corey was saying, it was running really smooth and mind you, I'm playing on a, a original, you know, Xbox one and it was still running pretty nice. So, and Corey, you were on, you're on an S, right? You use an S now for your, the Xbox one S yeah. for right now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm. My plan is to use the S for recording and the X for me time. Okay. That's the plan, but yeah, plans change, so who knows? <laughs> who knows what's gonna happen? Yeah. Yes. So yeah, we we were playing that, and um, it's nice to see that game like running super smooth. And yeah, it was like I didn't even think about it until like Corey had mentioned something, just because most games we play you know, run, you know, normal, and and we hadn't played it in so long that I didn't really think of it. But, like, the second he mentioned I'm like, oh, yeah, like, none of the buildings were, like, you know, looked like, you know, piles of clay or whatever. Like, everything was all preloaded already by the time we landed, so... So yeah, I'm, uh, I was, you know, glad to see that finally getting some progress, and that means some things are happening and stuff as far as, you know, getting that game closer to being, you know, the 1.0 or whatever. So I wonder when that's going to hit 1.0 on Xbox. They say I want, this I, fall. Yeah, this I gonna, September. Yeah, I was I was going to say, I, I wonder if it was going to be like they're trying to get it this year by this year. They may announce it at E3. But I think they mission like the plan is to get it sometime this fall. Yeah, like they're yeah. working hard to get it up this fall. It wouldn't surprise me if they announced that like somewhere in their E three press conference. I mean they I don't want to sound like a broken record, but like Xbox needs something positive about, you know, Microsoft published games and since they're publishing yeah. it on Xbox, like that would be a good not like a good lead in, but like a good kind of first third of their press conference. Like, hey, guess yeah. what? PUBG, uh, they show off maybe the new vehicles. They show off, like, the helicopter stuff or whatever. And they're like, it's 1.0 this August or whatever. I don't think I think they want to avoid September and October just because, you know, Tomb Raider, Spider-Man, Red Dead, Call of Duty, Battlefield, like, mm-hmm. you know, all that stuff. I think they want to avoid that. But I think August right there, like, right when, like, Madden hits and maybe the Xbox and bundle bundle a Madden PUBG bundle or something, you know? Yeah. Uh, 
I think that would yeah, be kind of smart for them. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see, like, maybe a little rendered uh, trailer of, like, maybe anything that they might be working on for the future. Because yeah. I have a feeling, you know, like, right now they're just basically trying to worry about getting getting the, the you know, the main game done. And then I'm sure they're going to have, uh, you know, plans for the future that they've already got kind of stored away for once they get you know once they're done enough with the game to get to that point to make more but i wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised if we see some uh like some news for like upcoming things that they plan on doing even if just someone talking about like you know one of the developers talking about what their what their plans are for the future yeah because they they really do need something to to um try to get people back to you know playing it i mean they're they they still have their hardcore fan you know fan base and stuff and and you know by no means is that lacking and and players but but you know they obviously they don't have the players that they used to have yeah. but so they need to do something to to freshen it up a little bit yeah but well, everybody, uh, that's all been in our arsenal. We'll have more uh, to talk about uh, once E3 happens. And if you guys are planning for E3, uh, you can go to the E3 website and check what time in your city, uh, what time zone is going to be. For me and Jesse, it's going to be 3 p.m. Uh, if you live in like Indiana or Ohio, uh, uh, it'll be at Forecast. East Coast time. Okay, yeah. Uh, I don't I don't know what to call it when when uh because uh, I'm just like well I'm right close to Indiana <laughs> so I, know. I don't time, know time zones are dumb <laughs> but <laughs> but we're gonna get into some Arsenal news and we got like about five stories for you guys um, State of Decay two we see is much needed stability pack um these and this stories uh this reporting has come all coming from game informer um despite this being the, the issue that needed the most addressing and moving from the janky but promising first entry in the series to a sequel undead lab still had problems tying it all together in time for the may 22nd release date adding four player co-op to the mix certainly didn't make this easier this weekend the studio took the first step toward remedying the issues with the giant 20 gigabyte patch. Um, according to Undead Labs, the main issues this patch addressed are increased stability, improved networking interactions for clients, improved network vehicle interactions, and the elimination of out-of-memory crashes. As you would expect with the patch of this size, it also addresses a bunch of smaller issues as well as as well that the studio outlined in their patch notes. Um, um, uh, me and Jesse was playing it uh, 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 a couple of days ago, and you know we had some issues, but not too much. Everything was like running, running buttery smooth. Um, and when we even played with Corey, um, we had some issues, but not too much. Uh, so this patch kind of really fixed a lot of the multiplayer stuff. I think when you played it single player, like it was really good. It was easy to play. Um, yeah. But with this new patch, uh, and it's weird because, like, I think it's just like automatically installed in my system overnight because I never, I, I, I never got a oh this needs to be installed. I think they just like installed it if they recognized that you had the game. Yeah, maybe did a force update. 
Yeah. Because a lot of the times your yeah, your Xbox can sometimes if it gets a force update it will do it on its own at night. But Yeah. So. I mean twenty gigabytes is big, so yeah. Uh but I'm like if you know, for your thirty dollars if this helps improve the game, yeah. You know, yeah, people pay thirty dollars for uh PUBG and it took them a long time to update the game. Yeah. Know? So much smaller group though of people I think too doing doing PUBG. I think that's part of the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I think it's harder for some I think it's harder for a team like you know, PUBG is kinda like I think they made, like we've talked about it before, they made so much money in such a little amount of time that they didn't really know how to handle their success. Whereas, like, I feel like Undead Labs kind of, you know, with the backing of Microsoft from the Mm get-go and, like, you know, they have managed expectations plus the support of Game Pass, I think they just know. Like, they know, like, okay, we're probably going to sell about or have downloaded, like, maybe 2 million units at the most at like right out of the gate and like you know this is what we can expect and it's a budget title quote unquote so yeah i don't know but i'm glad like i'm glad that game got some stability patches uh i don't know how much longer i'm going to stick with state of decay it's not i mean it's not a bad game or anything it's just like it's not my type of game i just yeah i don't know yeah that's fine yeah. Well, we're going to move on to the next story. Uh, NetEase buys minority stake in Bungie. Uh, NetEase has purchased a minority stake in Bungie, giving the Chinese tech company a seat on Bungie's board of directors and a potential inroad for the developer to bring its games to China. According to a report from GameIndustry.biz, NetEase invested more than $100 million in the studio. Bungie posted about the deal on its own website, saying in part that the partnership will help us explore new directions. With their industry expertise, they empower us to build new worlds and invite players, new and old, to join us there. They'll help us support separate teams inside Bungie to bring our newest ambitions to life. The studio also addressed concerns that Destiny players might have. We'll continue to work with our partners at Activision to foster this global community and turn new players from all over the world into Guardians, the statement continued. Our commitment to that world is not diminished by this announcement. NetEase is a titan in the native China, uh, in native China, operating a host of its own mobile and PC games, as well as managing the licenses of several Western games, including Blizzard's Overwatch, World of Warcraft, and StarCraft, and Mojang's Minecraft. What about Destiny 2? NetEase Games GM for strategic investments and partnerships from partnerships Simon Zhu told GameIndustry.biz that bringing the MMO shooter to China wasn't their call. As far as Destiny 2 is concerned, while we are huge fans of the title and would love to bring it to China, that decision is ultimately Bungie and Activision Blizzards. Bungie is a phenomenal independent developer and we have a strong relationship with them, rooted in our long-term partnerships on the Destiny franchise. Activision said in a statement, this deal does not impact Activision's partnership with Bungie or our plans for the future of the Destiny franchise. Yeah. So, you know what this uh, this you know what this screams to me? You know what this you know what this screams to me? What? Free to play first person shooter for China Chinese audiences. For them to like I can see that. Like I mean 
I thought about this a lot since I told you about it yesterday, Ed. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm just like, I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, that's good. They get a hundred million dollars for something, but like, and I'm sure some of that, some of that will go into Destiny. Some of that will go into a new like proper project when Destiny's over, right? Like, Bungie's a huge team, but like, that just screams, hey, Chinese developer, Chinese company buys into Bungie. They want a free to play game over in China, free to play shooter to rival, you know, some of these other free to play games over there. So, well, plus, like Activision yeah. already has Call of Duty online over there, which is a free to play Call of Duty game. So, like, mm-hmm. maybe Bungie want, maybe they want Bungie to make a shooter that's similar. <laughs> so, yeah, I wonder if they, they maybe don't get Warframe there. Maybe. I wonder. I don't know because war because from what I've under what I understand a lot of people think Warframe is a better game than Destiny, but it's free free to play, and it would be like in that same kind of vein. I wonder if maybe they just don't have Warframe there, so they could have you know they could you know for them to spend the money to get Destiny over there. Yeah, but I I wonder how Bungie's going to make these games feel different. Uh, I don't think that's their goal. I think their goal is to like, if it's a if it's a free, to, a project a project one free to play game for China, right? Mm. I don't think their goal is to make a a different or experimental game. I think their goal is to make a simple to understand free to play game that people can spend money on cosmetics, like because that's the Chinese market. They don't have consoles over there. Like that, that market is really hard to break into. That's project one. Project two, probably a game similar to Destiny that they're gonna try not to mess up because you know that Bungie or that Destiny community is really just furious with that game to the point where like a lot of people are already saying they're not gonna go back for this new expansion, which I think is complete complete trash because people say that all the time, and I feel like people are gonna go back, but like. I don't know. I th- I bet it's going to be some kind of overly ambitious and it's it, it it's it's going to suffer from what Halo 2 suffered from. It's going to suffer what Def- Destiny 2 suffered from. It it's going to be overly ambitious and they're not going to have enough time or money to finish it. <laughs> uh I don't know. We'll see. I I'm always interested in what Bungie's doing because I'm a huge Halo fan. I mm-hmm. am a big Destiny fan like I'm always interested to see what they're doing, and if they're getting more money to do cool projects, like I'm interested to see what it is. Mm-hmm. I just hope they like pull on the reins a little bit and like, because that's a 500 person studio, right? They're not a small studio, which, right? Which is a lot of the reason why like a lot of people think Destiny was messed up is because like there's 500 people there, they can't all be talking to each other, you know? Like they they just work in these little vacuums and hope it all comes together at the end and sometimes it does and sometimes it doesn't which is i don't know not the way to like run a studio to in my opinion yeah well and i think that's the thing is like a lot most people who don't like even you know like follow games as closely as like maybe we do like i don't think people realize that that like these people when they're working on a game like they don't really always see each other they're or know what anyone else is working on or how anything else is really going until 
until like the end of like the game is basically done. Like yeah, yeah it's yeah. I don't think a, a lot of people realize just how much disconnect there really is when when a game's being made. But because I like like I don't know like the, the only example that comes to mind is like the um uh, Graham uh, is it Grandma's Boy where they work on video games yeah and and there they make it seem like everyone's like partying together and all working you know they get to take the game home and play like their part that they're working on and everyone knows what they're you know each other is doing but it does it's it's not really like that <laughs> so. yeah. I mean, and we'll probably see something later on this year. Hopefully, uh, hopefully with some of that money that they may hire more people. We'll we'll see what what comes out of it. Well, but we're gonna. Oh, go ahead, Jesse. I was just one last thing. I was just huh? gonna say. I think the problem, like the only problem that seems to have been with most people, is that I think they just really should have dragged out or like made a little bit longer of a story part of it. You know. Yeah. Like, and then I think I think they would have done so much better had they just made a little bit more solid of a story, you know that that you got to live out, you know, live out quite a bit longer, and I I think it would probably would have been all the difference, to be honest. Yeah. Well, we're gonna move on to the next story. Uh, Ubisoft confirms Assassin's Creed Odyssey with more at E3. Um. Man, oh goodness! Surprising, basically no one. A new Assassin's Creed title leaked, uh, called Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Ubisoft, who at this point must have a sheet of paper taped to every desk in a company title, what's to do in case Assassin's Creed leaks again? Has now just gone ahead and confirmed it. The new title, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, has the Spartan helmet and the logo. The short clip Ubisoft has posted on Twitter shows someone in the Assassin's Guard being kicked off a cliff by a Spartan soldier because. Spartans. Um, <laughs> real, real, it, a real 300 vibe from that kick off the ledge. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> both the tweet in the video then simply says, see you at E3. Um, Assassin's Creed title was leaked as part of the Walmart Canada retailer misfire a few weeks ago, but it has no subtitle. It turns out to be Assassin's Creed Odyssey, likely named to invoke the ancient Greek epic poem of the same name written by Homer. Mm-hmm. Between Assassin's Creed Syndicate and Assassin's Creed Origins, the French developer announced that they will be pursuing a two-year development cycle for the series to focus on quality. It is unknown where Odyssey is planned to be released at the moment. Uh, and Ubisoft E3 conference takes place on Monday, June 11th at 1pm. Great. Really disappointed that it's not more Origins. <laughs> I'm not uh, like, I, and I like. I wanted Aya to be the next character. I really did. I want. I want an Assassin's Creed Water World. <laughs> that would be a mess. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that, Jesse. <laughs> I knew. I knew that would uh, get you guys going. That's why I said it. I don't actually want that, people. <laughs> I just that just came to mind. I'm like, what? What kind of stupid movie could we put Assassin's Creed in? <laughs> One hundred, and then Waterworld. <laughs> and the sad thing about it, Jesse, they would, Ubisoft would do its best to get that game working. 
and it was yeah, still sale. It would be it would be uh, wildlands all over. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, it would have to have so many bugs to make the game worth buying. I uh, like. I mean, <laughs> I don't know this this. I I thought they were gonna focus on like the origin storyline. I really did, and like, and I know that this game ends. It ends in Gr- Greece, but or just spoilers for Assassin's Creed Origins. Sorry, guys. Uh, the game ends in Greece, but like they said, they were really gonna focus on the Origins stuff. They were gonna double down on content for Origins, and like this is not content for Origins. This is a new game. <laughs> Pretty it's, much, it's not Bayek and Aya. It's going to Greece, and like that. Just like, are, are, is this game gonna lead into like? Assassin's Creed 2 and like what if you join the Brotherhood at some point and start doing missions for Ezio like some for some terrible reason I feel like this is where that storyline is going and I'm like no you did so good with Origins and like developing cool characters and like I really thought we were going to get like an Origins 2 like a, like a proper sequel to Origins and like mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff that you know I've I've heard on other podcasts and read up on is like this game is like this game might be like a a parallel storyline to Origins where like it's you're you're following the event like what's you're playing through this game during the same time as Origins is set and then they're going to converge into like one Oh, this is the Dark Siders mess. Yeah, oh, that exactly. Garbage. You don't. Ugh. You don't know. It could be good. Like in, how, uh, how can you call something garbage when it doesn't even? We haven't even seen gameplay it or sounds story. Like it sounds like garbage because the Dark Siders theory on how they just f the whole thing up sounds like garbage. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to eat this last Twix bar here and mute myself. <laughs> In honesty, though, like I like uh, if I was to try to like think of like what's something that like a time period or something that that they could base uh, base it in, I would I would actually kind of like to see um, them doing it, do it in the U.S. <clears throat> in the U.S. like during like the like when uh we first started settling here like uh-huh. uh, and have him like be become like one of the the people from the native american tribes to try to like you know like live out like that stuff i think that Sounds would be like you're describing assassin's creed 3 assassin's creed 3 oh is it is that yeah. is that what they do in 3 uh-huh. a yep. lot it's well, li- you literally I, play a native american who's oh, okay, who's fighting do. in the revolutionary okay. war Oh okay, okay. Yeah, so, I. Oh, go ahead, Jesse. Yeah, well then, uh, like I mean, uh, like to get something more, like something similar to that, but more updated then, because what one, like what system was three on? Was it on three sixty? Three sixty. Three sixty. Oh, okay. Huh. I'm wearing my Assassin's yeah. Creed three shirt, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I also have a cool Connor statue. At my parents' house because I no longer, I have a <laughs> three feet by five feet area to do podcasting now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like literally the first the first uh, Assassin's Creed game I played was Black Flag. Oh, 
Yeah, so. Black Black Flag is a prequel to three, which is weird. Okay. But uh, hmm. Well, we're gonna move on. Uh the original Borderlands ready for Xbox One and PLA, uh PlayStation Four. Why? Uh the first Borderlands game has been rated for Xbox One and PlayStation 4 thanks to a listing from the ever-talkative Korean ratings board. The game, which was originally released in 2009, appears to be the Game of the Year variant, which includes all of Borderlands DLC. Borderlands has since spawned a series of one sequel, a pre-sequel, a telltale side story, with the third game openly talked about but still unrevealed. Borderlands 2 and its prequel, the prequels, the pre-sequel are both already available on modern systems and what's called the Handsome Jack Collection. But Borderlands 1 has never been ported. If Borderlands 3 is imminent, it probably makes sense to just complete the loop and bring the first title over. I've, I played it on PlayStation 3. I never played the DLC of Borderlands 1. Uh, it's a good game. I prefer 2. Um, but that once again, that's for Korea and not for America. So take it with a grain of salt, with some cheese and mustard. Royale, Royale, <laughs> with a Dr Pepper, probably. <laughs> so. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I played the first one quite a bit. Like I didn't I, like when the second one came out. I had got it, but I like so other things were coming out during that time. So I really didn't play much of the second one. Dude, it honest. was the second one was my first uh, pre-reserve on Amazon. Yeah. So because uh, we was going, um, me and my best friend, I was going to his brother's house, and we were spending the weekend. So all three of us was linked. Uh, on our own PlayStation Online, playing yeah. with each other for like two whole days. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I I liked the first one, so I'm I'm sure like I really should just play the second one because I think I have it on my Xbox right now. So, but yeah, I um, I don't know. I if they're adding more content to it, so be it. But I. I no, it's just that. a game of the year version. Oh, so okay. It's, yeah, it's just uh, all the DLC in a main game. So pretty much. Yeah, the, yeah, that's weird because it's like all that stuff for the most part already exists. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of kind of weird to do that. And boss has no opinion. I'm assuming. No comment. No comment. Okay. I'll play Rage gonna... Two when it comes out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're going to get into our final story then. Uh, Amazon cancels Crackdown 3 orders. Microsoft says it was an error. Yesterday, uh, um, uh, a while back, Amazon Spain very abruptly canceled a number of Crackdown 3 pre-orders for the upcoming Xbox One exclusive. Fueling, fueling speculation that the game might be delayed or worse, Microsoft's Aaron Greenberg says it was simply an Amazon error, however. Crackdown 3 was first announced at Microsoft E3 show 2014, but has suffered numerous delays since then. Originally pegged as the premier Xbox One X launch title, since most of its recent delays uh, last year, fans have expressed anxiousness as Microsoft muted marketing about the game. The Amazon spam cancellation does fuel a lot of worries that the game has been canceled, a fate that has unfortunately befallen some of some other Xbox One exclusives, giving Microsoft somewhat of a reputation for it. Uh, 
Uh, Eric Greenberg, general manager of marketing at Microsoft, a surge fans fears over the status of the game. Um, he wrote, the team continues to work hard on the game for our fans. You should contact Amazon directly for any questions related to orders with them. Uh, Greenberg confirmed the game is still being worked on, but pointedly stayed away from speculation on the game being delayed at all. With E3 only days away at this point, Microsoft would likely update Xbox One owners on the status of the off-the-day game and whether we should expect it soon. And uh, Microsoft conference is on Sunday, June 10th at 1 p.m. So... Um, do you think that's like a normal thing? Because I've never had like pre-order. Like I said, I only did one pre-order for Amazon. But um, Corey, you probably would know more about it. I know you do a lot of order on Amazon. Um, have you experienced any kind of delays and they cancel your order or anything? Um, usually when a game like. Uh, it, it surprises me that it's this late, but usually when a game gets like a major delay or like a undefined like uh release date or whatever uh-huh sometimes amazon will have it up for pre-order and then like cancel pre-orders because like mm-hmm. sometimes pre-ordering sometimes they're not sure if they're gonna get like if the game's actually gonna come out in the a lot of time that they have the pre-order set so like <laughs> rarely it happens but they do cancel pre-orders on their own terms just in case like but for me, this this kind of screams like maybe it's not Crackdown three. Maybe they're just gonna call it Crackdown, and maybe they're just it's not gonna follow the storyline of one and two. Maybe it's just gonna be a brand new Crackdown, and it's just gonna be called Crackdown. And maybe they in had, a re- maybe in they, a reboot sense. Yeah, or, and maybe they're okay. just gonna have to create a new SKU, and it was just easier to create a new SKU and and cancel everybody's pre orders. And maybe there's a collector's edition at some point, and I. That's what this says to me is like, hey, we had to create a new uh, new SKU page for this item and, you know, Crackdown 3 doesn't exist and maybe after E3 we'll get more clarification. But mm-hmm. that's what this says to me is like, maybe it's a reboot. Maybe they're just calling it Crackdown. Maybe it's just that. We just yeah. don't know. Because this uh, kind of happened with, uh, with Fractured Butthole too. Like they, they a lot of people had... Uh, had reserved their copies of it, you know, early, and then mm-hmm. when with all the delays and stuff, then they ended up canceling all those, and then shortly, I think after, then you know, resetting everything to get the new dates and all that, and then pre-orders finally came back out eventually. Yeah. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it it happens. It happens. I think more than maybe we know, mm-hmm. you know, with with things. But it, unless unless it's in the zeit, you know in your zeitgeist, it, you probably won't notice it a lot of the time. So, and they probably have like certain days on, uh, like like if you got it on pre order, uh, Amazon probably have a set where, uh, if they announce something that is getting delayed, Amazon probably have to put a new date or a new time frame or something, and that might affect uh, the return status of it. Um, but you know, everybody just hold out hope. You know, if Crackdown Three may be good, it's it's going to be four years in development. Uh, they're doing some polishing for it. Um, look at Breath of the Wild. Shoot, even before Breath of the Wild actually got um, a final name, it had been delayed like what for four years. Mm-hmm. Um, so and look how that turned, or three years I should say. Um, and look how that turned out. So. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, well, and, and, you know, just like looking at, you know, like the talk about the recent games that have come out, you know, you have, you know, Sea of Thieves and, and, uh, and the most recent, the State of Decay 2, you mm-hmm. know, like it had a lot of issues that they had to fix day one. And I, and I mean, I, you know, I think they don't want to have to deal with all that kind of stuff with this game. They want to make sure that it's done, you know, when they release it, you know. So I, I think that's part of the issue is like, you know, Microsoft has always kind of been, you know, very strict on, on stuff like that. And, yeah. you know, sometimes to a fault, you know, but in the past, but, you know, they just, they just want it to be good. And, well, and you can't fault them for that. Yeah. They've been going, they've been going like a lot of dark on their game so kind of like the nintendo route like mm-hmm. they'll announce something and then go dark and let everybody in the industry talk and nintendo won't say nothing uh, yeah. almost kind of like sony too they'll show something and then go in the dark so they can work on their game and i think when when they stay in the dark they'll be able to focus on it um yeah. and be able to provide a, a a great game or provide a game that would ple- that would please a lot of people or Maybe make people upset because they waited so long and it's not satisfactory up to them. So, but that's been our Arsenal news. We're going to get to our final segment, the Arsenal Exchange. Going to have kind of fun with this one. Um, as we get close to E3, how are you guys going to prepare? Do you got snacks? Do you got any more predictions? Are there things that you don't want to see? Do you have a drinking game? Uh, do you fear of falling asleep? Uh, so what are you guys doing to prepare for E3? Oh my gosh, I have, dude, I have a whole bag of Tostitos and and cheese in there. It's gonna be a good time. <laughs> it's gonna be a good time. And uh, since my parents think I'm poor, which I am, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm but I'm not. I'm like a self sufficient human being. I don't like need help or anything. But like. You know, I don't make a ton of money at my job, so like my mom always like gives me and my wife gift cards to like order in or go out to eat or whatever. So I'm saving up some Chipotle gift cards for this weekend, and like <laughs> I'm gonna sit back, eat some nachos and cheese, have some Chipotle, and be like, mm. it's, it's 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 on. Yeah, I'm probably gonna go into the grocery store. And get some snacks, some tostitos, and, and the nacho cheese. I I kind of want to order Domino's. I know I want pizza uh, also. Oh. Uh, so, um, like, cause I, I get out of church at twelve my time, so Target's only like five five seven minutes away from us. So I can just drive there, get maybe about twenty dollars worth of snacks, uh, and then like Snack come home, and, you know, <laughs> because like. Like Microsoft press conference is probably gonna be like hour and a half, maybe two hours. Hopefully not that long. I'm thinking um, about an hour forty five because they have two hours blocked off, but they need to get off stage relatively quickly, right? So right, yes. And then you know we're gonna have like with this, so they don't own that night. But like for Arsenal X, you know we're gonna be talking, taking notes, and probably reviewing stuff like you know looking at stuff that they're showing and have ideas uh you know so we're getting ready for that but like for personally um like i don't know if i have any more predictions for this like what can microsoft do for e3 because 
we are focused on Nintendo and Sony, uh, but really the question is, what is Microsoft going to do? I mean, we yeah. all provide we provide our predictions and everything, but Microsoft is leading kind of E3 for a first party, and no one really has put any kind of focus on them. You know, we want to be surprised by Nintendo, but we're just like concerned in a sense for Microsoft because well, we're just still in the dark. Yeah, that's the thing is they've they've put their uh, like anything that's happening has been on full lockdown. Like, you know, with all the other systems, you have all these things that are leaking out and stuff like that. And and it's it's been like they've been doing a really good job of trying to keep things as quiet and secret as they can. You know, they're like, yeah, they're really you really haven't heard too much. You know, as far as uh, leaks and stuff go with 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 Xbox this year, like they don't seem to be in the crosshairs nearly as much with that stuff. But because yeah, I think probably Saturday and Sunday uh, this weekend, like Phil Spencer and the team, I think all of them going to be there running through the show, trying to get everything locked down. Um, and they're probably going to make sure that no one's in there, uh, make sure you know, no one sees the Forza car or be able to get their guests and everything. Um, maybe, yeah. I, maybe indie developers from ID Xbox. You know, they might be talking something. Uh, yeah. You know, what this tells we, me is like there might be like Sony has already kind of come out and said what they're showing, and it's not really mm-hmm. that surprising. But like, it's the same thing with with Nintendo for the most part, except like there have been a few things allegedly leaked for Nintendo, but, like, it tells me that Microsoft might be planning either, like, a lot of third-party stuff that we've already seen, like Assassin's Creed, I'm sure, will be on Microsoft stage. Uh, The, I'm sure some sort of, like, Rainbow Six Siege stuff will be shown. Like, I'm sure a lot of third-party stuff will be shown there, but, like, this tells me that a lot of stuff is being done internally and a lot of first-party stuff might be announced. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I'm prepping for, like... Like, there was that rumor last week floating around that, like, they're going to announce three Gears of War-themed games. <laughs> like, yeah. and, like, I I know, like, we always, sometimes we talk rumors and we always say, hey, take, have some salt with that. But, like, you know, Gears 5 is, I think, is a pretty safe bet. But, like, a Battle Royale Gears game and a Halo Wars-style Gears game, like, that, that would be cool. But, like, you know, they're, they're like, how how much is that is that real and how much is fake like i don't know i still think gears 5 is a safe bet but like other than that like there hasn't really been any like leak at all like yeah and i don't know if that's just because people are like oh well we know we're getting from microsoft it's gonna be halo gears forza ori maybe and like below but yeah. like what if they have a cool new IP? Like there's that rumor floating around in like March or April that the coalition was working on a perfect dark game. Like that would be cool. Yeah. yeah. And like but you know there hasn't been really anything like the Nintendo stuff we've seen or third party stuff especially. Holy crap, third party stuff is leaky. <laughs> yeah. Especially Bethesda and Ubisoft. <laughs> Holy crap. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think it's like I said. I think it's just they're keeping it so much on lock, like that they're really just trying to make it so like when you watch Xbox's E3, 
like that's when you're gonna learn about stuff like it like i because they they've planned to have such a big e3 this year that they i think with them making it making such a big deal of it this year that they just can't afford for anything to get leaked out you know it's so i'm 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 excited <laughs> i can't wait yeah I'm i cannot yeah. i cannot wait I want to see. I just want to see what Microsoft is doing because they've done such a great job of like we talk about it all the time building the foundation for the Xbox brand. Like the Xbox One X is an awesome box. I purchased one, <laughs> you know. Like haven't really done anything with it yet, but like you know, I'm planning on it. And like you know, the Xbox Live is the best online service available. Game Pass is like a thousand times better than playstation now like no matter which right way, no matter which way you slice it it's better uh just for the simple fact that you can download the games it's cheaper it's uh the you know, it's just a better service and like they've got quality first party tiles already but like you know i i still think man i think xbox is definitely the best place to play third party games and like First party's gonna. I I feel like Xbox is coming out swinging, like I really do. And, th- and that's not to di- like discourage like what Sony's got, because like I think part of what Sony is showing is interesting. Like I think Ghost of Tsushima is like mm-hmm. super interesting. Spider Man looks like it's probably gonna be good. Days Gone is there. <laughs> Uh, well, I think the only thing that could get people really hyped about Sony is being able to change their gamer tag. Name. Yeah, that's you I know mean, that, that that would be it. That would be a backwards compatible level, awesome announcement from Sony. Yeah. Like, you know, so yeah, yeah. But I'm like, if they if they don't like if they don't own that or they don't do that, Sony's gonna probably be in big trouble because they. A lot of people don't want the PSX experience. They don't want. They don't want to be sitting down watching developers come on the couch and talk, talk, talk for almost two and a half hours. See, I, they I think, want to see games. I think Sony's thing is going to be more in the vein of a Nintendo Direct. Honestly, mm-hmm. the way they've kind of phrased it, like I think they're going to show off those four games. They're probably going to show off Spyro. They're probably going to have some sort of Final Fantasy update. I'm sure Kingdom Hearts will be on Sony stage. Call of Duty and Destiny are obviously going to be there because of their uh, exclusive deal. Like, Sony's got a press conference, but we just already but- know, like, 90% of it, which is, like, it's interesting, but it's not as interesting as, like, what's Xbox going to show. Wait, because are they in an auditorium uh, for theirs? Yeah. Yeah, but okay. it's it's I think I think Sean Layden's gonna come out and at the beginning and talk about Sony a little bit. I think you know, he's gonna walk off stage and it's it's literally just gonna be a Nintendo Direct. <laughs> like I, I really I really think that I don't think anybody's gonna interrupt the video until the mm-hmm. end and Sean Layden comes back out and says, This has been the Sony PlayStation showcase. We're entering the last phase of the PlayStation 4's life cycle. We hope you enjoyed it and look forward to the games. I think maybe they have one new first-party announcement. And, you know, they've got their, what, five games they're bringing. What is it? Days Gone, Last of Us, Death Stranding, Spider-Man, Ghost of Tsushima, right? Those are the five games they're bringing. And then, uh, you know. Third-party. 
Third part, yeah, third party. Mm-hmm. Call of Duty, Destiny, Spyro. Uh, you know, I'm sure I'm sure we'll see another big third party there. Final Fantasy, Kingdom Hearts will both be there. Uh, I mean, I, that, Shenmue maybe, <laughs> maybe, but yeah, like I said, and- maybe 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 Red Dead. Like that's like out of all the third party games that probably may not be at E3, like. I think I think Microsoft would be dumb not to like throw money at Rockstar to say, "Hey, can we please show Red Dead in 4K on our stage?" But yeah, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Honestly, I think that like games like that, like Rockstar, who go for that, like the graphics and stuff like that, would be mm-hmm. dumb not to go with the the Xbox, you know, to do that because you know that's what with the with the Xbox One X and them, you know, pushing the the barriers and stuff for graphics and all that they you know that's kind of their thing right now yeah and i know we haven't talked about the pc experience the pc conference um i do not have a date or time for that they did say it was going to be at e3 along with digital developer they're going to also be there but i think a lot of people are focusing mainly on the first party and certain third party ones because um ea that might be a struggle for a lot of people because they're going to be like, we are, we expected all of this. Nothing new is about it. So, um, like, EA got a lot to prove. And uh, I think people are going to probably look at it and just wait till they see clips or read the news about it and then go back to bed or yeah, go out and go have their day. I think I think since Call, Call of Duty, PlayStation is Call of Duty, it wouldn't surprise me. If Xbox showed off Battlefield Five, yeah, they probably yeah. they're going to show off Battlefield Five and Anthem to battle Destiny and Call of Duty. That's my, I mean, that's just my guess. They'll they'll have their big uh, their big uh, networking setup where you can all all the people you know famous people and stuff are playing against each other and and Battlefield and all that. I'm sure. So well, uh, to you know, something to, like that. to demolish like Destiny Two and Activision, if if Microsoft and EA could do uh, maybe a 35-minute f- demo that you could like literally download to your system, just single, just a campaign, something not really multiplayer, for like right after the show of E3 of Microsoft's press conference, I think Activision will probably be like, okay, we gotta, we can't do the pre-order thing. We gotta now raise up the stake. We gotta release this now or. or you know, we got to make sure that the content that we're giving them is going to be better than those other two. Uh, yeah. Because if EA, if, if EA and Microsoft got that and they're both good and they're getting a lot of buzz, that's going to be more of a positive for Microsoft and EA. It wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if they said, hey, uh, Anthem's getting a beta this Christmas. If you pre-order it, you get early access on Xbox One. Xbox One is launching, what, a week before the PlayStation 4 mm-hmm. beta? Like play the beta first here on xbox one like that would not surprise me at all if they did that and and as long as they don't connect it to ea origins and just release it for all microsoft players only yeah well i bet i bet the ea access will be three days early like it always is the beta Mm -hmm. then xbox will get it which ea access is only on xbox one so like whatever you know i mean i i mean i guess it's on pc also but like you know, you get that three-day early access beta, then you get a week on Xbox One after that, and then you get 
it everywhere. So, well, final thoughts, Jesse. Well, what I, are you? What are you expecting from E3? What do you don't want to see at E3? And what would be your drinking game at E3? My drinking game. Okay, uh, so what do you want from E3? Well, I obviously I just want uh, a really good uh, showing of new new games and uh, like a, like what the future is going to be for Xbox. And what I don't want to see is uh, just you know the the same things that we already know, you know, are coming being uh, spent too much time on. You know, like, uh, I just want to, like, I don't, I kind of, you know, I want to see a little bit of, of, uh, of, um, Crackdown 3, but at the same time, I, I don't want them to spend too much time on it. I want them to, you know, be more, you know, doing more of, uh, spending more time on stuff that's coming, you know, coming next year or whatever, later on this year stuff like that and then um i don't know about a drinking game but uh i remember like earlier when i first like first started listening to the shows and stuff i think it was that i had messaged you like you you guys had a thing on on facebook like what are what are things that you you know make for snacks or whatever for the shows and and uh like i remember telling you like one of the most easiest things that you can possibly make is you literally just get cream cheese and then a can of uh beanless chili and you literally you mix the two things together and heat it up and it it makes like one of the best chip dips ever <laughs> nice so that's nice. what i that's what i'd be making from uh for a snack thing if i <laughs> if i could do that this year but i don't know what's gonna be what's gonna be going on when the when e3 is going on for me this year but but yeah that's pretty much it Corey, what are what are what do you want from e3 what do you don't want from e3 and what would be your drinking game Mm, what what i want from e3 is uh yes I don't know. I just want to. I just want to know Microsoft's first party is working on something. Like, and, and you know, we know they are, but like, I just want to know what it is. I want them to come out and just announce game after game after game after game after game, and I, and like deliver the message and say, hey, some of these games are two, three years out, and like I know Phil Spencer said that like he doesn't like announcing games early, but that's where you say that's where you show the fable teaser and say, hey. This game is at least two years away, but we want you to know we're working on it. I want them to announce what that, quote, quadruple A game studio is working on. I want to know what Halo 6 is. I want to know what gear, like, I want them to come out swinging and swinging hard. Like, yeah, I, that's what I want. I want them to do that, and I want it to be first party swings. I don't want it to be like, hey, Assassin's Creed Odyssey looks best on Xbox One X. I don't want that. I want... Because, like, I know what Assassin's Creed looks like. I've been playing it since 2007, right? Like, I know what that game looks like. I want Microsoft to say, look, we're putting a lot of effort into our first-party stuff. It's going to look fantastic. It's going to look great. Halo 6 is... Like, I want them to... When they announce Halo 6, I want... I want, I want Frank O'Connor or... Uh, what's the, what's the, the lady's name that runs the studio? 
uh, I don't know. But she got glasses, right? Yeah, I forget what yeah. it is. I'm I know sorry. what you're talking about. I, just I, don't want, know I want her to come out and say, look, we listen to the fans. We know you want Master Chief. Halo 6 is all Master Chief all the time. And then I want, I like, I half expect them to announce a side story, honestly. Like a ODST or Reach type thing. Like, And I still think the best way to do that would be like, hey, it's Halo ODST 2. You're playing as Buck, and you're learning how Buck became a Spartan. Like, I think that would be just like a perfect side story to tell. And it can either be DLC for Halo Five. It can be because you know, like those character models already made. It probably wouldn't take too long to make another campaign out of that. Like, mm-hmm. I think it would be cool. Yeah. Uh, but what I what I don't want is like one or two or three first party titles that we know are coming, and then just the rest first uh third party stuff like last year you know i don't want to see another car on their stage i don't care like we're not here to look at cars we're here to play video games right not that forza motorsport 7 didn't look fantastic but like i want to play the game i don't want to like look at your shiny car that i'm sure porsche gave you a ton of money to (laughs) to sponsor (laughs) that segment right like i don't want to see that i want to see first party stuff okay and like my drinking game will be energy drinks to stay awake and watch them because i'm sure some of the press conferences will have boring developers who don't really know how to address a crowd you know (laughs) yes and it's not their fault they're game developers they're not marketing people or like you know public speakers but like yeah sometimes it gets rough out there and i i don't i don't want i don't want ea to to play some 90s jock jams music and bring out the plants and zombies and like dancing and stuff either (laughs) Uh, remember when they announced garden warfare 2 and they just brought out the zombie and he was dancing to some yeah generic jock jams 97 or whatever and we were still like what the word is this nonsense man i think that was the first e3 we watched together ed i think that was like three two or three years ago yeah I think we, yeah, Twitter clown, yay. Uh, for me, uh, what I want uh, from uh, this press conference, uh, I want great gameplay, you know, actual gameplay to be showed. Um, I want exact, I want some dates or at least some, a year that it comes out uh, for all of them. Um, I hopefully the PC show, if I decide to watch it or stuff, that that only be an hour and a half or two hours and don't spend. Uh, too I'm much time. Age of Empires. <laughs> uh, I will go for a roller coaster tycoon. That's what I want. Yeah, that. Uh, but that uh, means I would have to get a graphics card, and I don't want to do that. I'll just wait for the Switch version. <laughs> right. Uh, I I don't want to. I I do want uh everybody to have fun at E3. Um, I don't want people to be having all this debates of who won E3 uh, and being nasty online. I, I want everybody to like really celebrate E3 for all the press conferences. Like, find some good. Find you can find some things to complain about and criticize, but do it in a manner if you're going to be sarcastic or do it in a manner that's still respectable. Like, give some pros and not just all cons um, to the show. And for me, my drinking game, I'll probably have some juice or some soda. Uh, 
I I know they're going to be saying 4K. They're going to say exclusive. They're going to uh, we know stuff is going to be for Game Pass, um, pre-order betas. Uh, hopefully, Nintendo uh, shows something like really exciting. Do Treehouse Live um, that they're playing different games and do special announcements and stuff. And you know, shout out to all the players who are going to be doing the Smash tournament, the Splatoon Two tournament. Um, hopefully, the winner that comes out there uh, take home that winnings and you know uh have fun enjoying doing it so uh but everybody that's gonna be arsenal x podcast um you can find us on ngrradio.com or nurse gone broke on youtube every wednesday um or you can follow us like on twitter at um at arsenal x podcast and follow us on facebook at arsenal x uh we want to hear what you guys think about e3 what's going to be your snack game your food plan or are you going to be drinking through it are you going to be uh tweeting through it and stuff taking notes uh let us know what you're going to be doing at e3 what you're excited about what you're going to probably criticize are you going to fall asleep during ES press conference? Uh, we want to. We want to know what you guys are going to do, and unless you can email us. Unless they announce Titanfall three, I will be sleeping. I know that's that's what I'm actually hoping for. That's yeah. something I want. <laughs> uh, you can email the show at arsenalxpodcast at gmail.com let us know your thoughts and what you'll be doing there. Uh, Corey, where can we find you? You can find me at Corey on Twitter and Instagram. Jesse, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at sub underscore humanist. You guys can find me on Twitter at that retro and you can check out my podcast optional opinion on iTunes, Google play SoundCloud and tune in. You can listen to last week's episode where I give my personal ethy, uh, um, predictions for the show. And with that, everybody, we're going to throw the X up one more time. <laughs> Yes, because we're throwing down. Do not forget, uh, tune in to NGRRadio.com or follow us on Nurse Gone Rogue where you guys will know when we're going live and we're streaming. And also, uh, it starts at 1 o'clock p.m. Um, for the Microsoft conference. So, like I said, you go to E3's website and find out what is your time zone for it. And with that, everybody, we are out. Bye. Oh, Bye. one more thing. I'm sorry, boss. Did you cut it off? Nope. Oh, everybody, uh, I'm sorry to uh, eject this, but please do check out our Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 Secret of the Ooze commentary that we did last week. Hopefully you guys will be able to hear us talk through that movie, laugh with us, and uh, enjoy that one. We are planning to do uh, the part three sometime in the future, but yes, do check out our movie commentary. Now, with that, we are out. Bye, everybody. <laughs>